With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Happy Monday. Wow, another episode. I know, I'm shocked too. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Crystal's Nightcap. In tonight's episode, I talk about how I went to Disneyland on a road trip with my family. I hit up Chicago for a crazy party with my Theo. What's going on in my dating life? I even met a few new guys and some awful stuff going on with my family. Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Oh my gosh, it has been ages. I am so, 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 so sorry. I I feel like, I don't know if, I don't, I mean, I feel like I can technically do one podcast a week, but I think because it's like been my summer break and because I traveled this weekend again and like because I've been traveling a lot recently I feel like I ha- I mean I know for a fact I have been keeping up so I mean I do want to pop out a brand new episode every Monday but I also feel like I'm saying I'm doing that and then I don't do that and then I hate giving you guys excuses so let's just start saying that I will most likely bring out a new episode of Crystal's Nightcap every Monday but sometimes I might slip up. Okay, but nonetheless, thanks so much for being here. It's going to be a great episode, trust me. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast with your friends if you're really liking it. You can listen to me in New York City on Z100 with Maxwell every afternoon, 2 to 6. And if you're not in the city, you can also listen to us on our free iHeartRadio app. You can listen to me on multiple stations every weekend on the app, too. So make sure you're following my socials to see which ones on everything. I'm at La Crystal Rosas. Check out my YouTube because I'm popping out new videos. This recent one that I dropped today is my Disneyland vlog. I went to Disneyland with my family during the pandemic. I'll talk about it also in the podcast um, today. And a ver que más. Yeah, check out my online boutique. That's at LaCrystalRosas.com. Click on that shop tab. And I think that is everything. Okay, we have a lot to get to in tonight's episode. So we're going to get right into it. Crystal's Cave, where we talk about me, my life, my day. We're getting into her right meow. Hello. Who's in here? It's so dark. Ew, what's dripping? Did I just step on something? You're now inside Crystal's Cave. Tired. I am so tired because I haven't slept um, because I'm just out periando and trying to rush, make it to work and just live in life in the fast lane. Now, I explained that I have the same vacation as Maxwell, my co-host on Z100. So when he wants to take it off, he's like, Crystal, you can take it off too. And when I want to take vacation days, then he's going to take it off too. So he wanted to go to Italy with his friends. 
Uh, he's so cool. Like, honestly, he's who, who does that? He wanted to go to Italy with his friends, and he also was going to go host at Lollapalooza in Chicago. So while he was out doing that, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Because I thought that my... My dad and my nephew, Alex, the little duck, were going to be able to come here and visit me in New York. But then what ended up happening, I remember I shared that one of my close childhood friends passed away. So his like service, Celebration of Life, was going to be like that next weekend. So a lot of us were going to, a lot of people were going to fly in from that, for that. My friend who lives in Arizona, I've talked about him a lot, Shane he was flying in and then like a lot of our friends that live in SoCal now we're driving up. So I was like, you know what? I definitely should go because some of these friends I haven't seen in years since we graduated middle school. So um, I decided to just book a flight to home to the Bay Area. And when I told my dad, he was like, why don't we take the baby to Disneyland? I can get that week off, too, and we'll drive to Disneyland. I'm like, that sounds like an awesome idea. So that was the plan that I was going to fly in Tuesday morning. I luckily still have the Disneyland plug from iHeart San Francisco. My boss over there is so lit. And I hit him and I was like, yo, Mark, like I'm going to Disneyland. Do you think I can get some tickets? And he's like, let's see what we have. And they were able to hook me, hook me up with a pair of Disneyland tickets. So I didn't have to pay my, I, I also gave the other tickets to my dad. And then my brother paid for my nephew, the little duck. And then Esteban, he's grown. He also has a rich abuelita. So she paid for his Disneyland trip and it was totally fine. So I flew in Tuesday morning and touchdown in SFO and Esteban, my dad and the baby picked me up and you can watch that on YouTube, like our whole journey driving down. Some of y'all were like, why did you drive to the Bay? Why didn't you, or why did you fly to the Bay when you were going to end up driving six hours to Disneyland? Why didn't you just fly to Anaheim? That did cross my mind, but honestly, because I don't spend a lot of time like face to face with my family anymore. I just thought it would be fun to have a road trip. And 2020, 2019 Crystal would have never done this. Like, my family have have driven by themselves to Vegas, and I had flown to meet them there. My family had driven by themselves to Disneyland, and I would just meet them there because, like, when I lived in the Bay, getting time off was, like, kind of tougher for me. And I did not feel like spending six hours in a car with people that essentially I like lived with. So I was like, no, 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 I'm not driving. But now I don't see them a lot. So I was like, it's going to be fun to do a road trip. And trust me, it was, it was so fun. I got to drive my car. Now you guys know, like I have like when it was during the pandemic that my Theo, he got rid of his SUV lease that he had and he sold it to me. And I, I, um, since I moved to New York, don't need a car anymore. So I sold it to my mom. So she's, cause she doesn't have a car. She was just sharing the car with my dad. I mean, she works really close to the house and she, she, she for a while didn't really need a car. So she didn't really have a car. So it was actually really great that I was able to sell my car to her. Cause I freaking love that car. It's in such good condition. It for three years had like 40,000 miles on it, which you guys know was really, really good. It was barely driven and it was in great condition. My Theo's left it immaculate. So, and I love that car. It's like a pearl white SUV Lexus. And I put like pestañas on it so I had my little car lashes on it and it had like a bling on it I had blinged out the license plate pl- plates things so it's so freaking cute and as soon as I got 
from the airport. They picked me up. I was like, I need to drive. I want to drive my car. So that was really fun. Um, I, we hit up my favorite burrito spot in San Leandro, Los Pericos, and then we just hit the road. We hit the road on a Tuesday early afternoon. Like, we left around noon, so there wasn't really that much traffic. We stopped at In-N-Out. Uh, we stopped, like, at the gas station a few times. And, yeah, like, six hours went by really fast because we were doing karaoke. We were playing all of the uh, Disney essentials, like the like Disney songs. Uh, we were playing all of Juan Graviel. My dad was playing all of Marco Antonio Solis. We were playing, like, some rancheras here and there. Um I was I started to play Bad Bunny, but then like the the words are not okay for like my baby my baby my nephew and the little duck and, and my dad, so uh, I had to turn that off quickly. And then I tried to play some Kanye because like Kanye is such a vibe, but um, that too my dad was like I don't think the baby should be listening to this even though he's eight years old. So anyways, it was a really great drive down and we touched down around seven or six or seven and we were ready ready to go we headed straight to downtown disney we got some coffee we were just shopping a little bit i bought some matching cute socks for the baby and i you guys are gonna see it on the vlog and um then we called it a night around 10 p.m because we wanted to get at the park right when it opened which we have never done before i know there's some disney fanatics that right when right at 7 30 they're out at the gate we've never done that but because i was so excited for disneyland because we haven't been since the pandemic right we would go every christmas like we would go every christmas we would try to take the baby to Disneyland, and it was a real big bummer that we didn't get to go last year. And I, I guess it's, I mean, it's a tradition for a lot of people um, because I get free tickets from my job. Like, I, we were able to go like every year, but no, um, we never would get there like right when it opened. But this time we we're like, we're gonna do it. So, right at 8 a.m., no, right at like 7 30, we were there, and they opened up the gaze to the park a little early, like 7 45, and then we just started sprinting to all the rides. We hit Space Mountain, we hit Splash Mountain. Oh my gosh, you are going to die seeing the baby on Splash Mountain because he's kind of like miedito. Like he be, he's kind of a little chickenish. Like he doesn't like drop rides, so he doesn't like um, like Guardians of the Galaxy, aka Hollywood Tower of Terror. He doesn't like that one. He doesn't like loop de loops. So he doesn't get on California screaming, but we finally got him on Splash Mountain because the years before he did not want to get on. He refused, but this year he finally decided to get on. I think he was also tall enough to get on. And um, his screams, I, like I, me and Esteban were dying. Like we replayed that like a thousand times at Disneyland. We were cracking up. Go watch the vlog. Like go watch the vlog of him on like. It was just amazing. Um, so I'll definitely post that to you on IG soon. And uh, we were just having a grand all time. But around 3 o'clock, like, ya las pilas were given up. We were already, we were so tired. Like, we were so tired given my early flight on Tuesday, given the long drive Tuesday, and then given us waking up at, like, 6 in the morning to get ready for Disney at and be there at 7.30. Like, we were tired. So the baby, like, he just wanted to call it a day. He wanted to go swimming. And me and Seven were like, no, we're at Disneyland. Like, we do not leave Disneyland early ever, no matter what. So um, my dad and the baby kind of called it quits a little early and headed to the hotel. And it was also really hot. It was like 90 degrees. But I liked that. I, I like warm weather. So that's just me. Um, and 
And then seven and I just kept it, kept going, kept kicking. But around six thirty, him and I too were dead, and I started getting a headache. I think because I just wasn't sleeping, you know, a lot, and I think because I was eating a lot of like junk food. Because when I'm on vacation, that's my one rule: is carbs do not exist in Disneyland. Carbs do not exist on vacation. So I was eating whatever the heck I wanted, and that really does take a toll on me when I try to eat clean for the most part here, living in New York. So. um at 7 and I called it quits at like 7 o'clock. We ended up going to the hotel and swimming with, well, we, we just kind of dipped in the pool. I didn't really swim, but the baby, he was he's a fish. He loves swimming. So they were all swimming. And Esteban was really angry. He was in a bad mood that we left Disney early. He's like, I didn't spend $200 on Disneyland tickets to leave early, blah, blah. He kept complaining. And I was just like, I don't care. I'm tired. Like, I don't want to be here. But I ended up feeling really bad. And he really wanted to go watch the fireworks. And... I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just go back. Let's just go back. Because that is a cool thing. If, if you live Disneyland, like, as long as you have your day ticket, you can go, you can go back. So around 8.30, we get ready real quick, and we run back to Disney. We run back, and we catch the fireworks, which is great. And we got on Autotopia. Finally, Alex is tall enough to drive on Autotopia. But I don't that the height... I think they were playing with the height because he wasn't even tall enough to reach the gas pedal. Esteban was having to push the gas. And he was just awful. Like, it was so funny. I was laughing the entire time because he's such a bad driver. Pobrecito, he could barely look over the steering wheel thing. But that was so fun. And then we headed home after that because Disney, because of COVID, closes early. It doesn't close at midnight anymore, y'all. It closes at, like, 10. So we headed back to the hotel and we decided that we were not going to get to California Adventure right when it opened. We were going to sleep in a little bit. So we slept in until about nine, got to California Adventure. That's what we were doing. Disneyland one day, California Adventure, another day, Siri. I'm not talking to you. Headed to California Adventure and California Adventure is my vibe because the rides obviously are dope there too. However, I'm really about the food. So I want to get the new quesadillas they have there. I wanted to try like all the different drinks that they have now. I just like to spend all my money at California Adventure on food, 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 food. So we definitely did that. And I shared everything that we ate on the vlog on YouTube. So go check that out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A ver qué más. Um, so yeah, California Adventure was great, a good vibe. We hit all the big rides. We were hitting single riders at Disneyland and California Adventures. And Pobrecito the Alex, he started crying because we were on the single rider line. And he was the one who was like, yeah, I'll do single riders. Like, I'm eight now. I could do it. And when we got up to the cars, he started, like, crying. And we were like, Alex, it's okay. Like, you don't have to do single riders. Like, We'll we'll be with you. Like we'll stay here. You don't have to be on single riders. It ended up being that he ended up in my car anyways. And a lot of the times that does happen. And if you wait a little bit, you can make it happen too. Some it depends on the workers though, because sometimes the workers are cool and will be like, yeah, yeah, sure. If it's like a little kid, but sometimes the workers are like, no, no, you just gotta go. Sorry, next person. So it just really depends. But I was able to get in the same car with him, and yeah, we hit all those good rides. It was so great. 
called it a night. I uh, did a little shopping at Downtown Disney afterwards. And then um, the next day on our way home, we stopped at the outlets right after the grapevine. And I got some cool stuff from Calvin Klein, the cute little swimsuit and a cute little dress that shows my under boobs. It is such a cute dress. I mean, I can't wear it around my family and I don't think I could post it on Instagram. But if I ever want to thought it up one night, I'm going to wear that dress. Because there's some days, like, I don't really be wearing, like, especially on the gram and, like, on social media, I don't be, I can't dress hoochie like my whole family watches and I just, I just do not be dressing hoochie like that. And no shade to anybody who does. Like, do your thing, girl. Like, I love girls who just wear whatever they want and are super confident and don't care about what anybody says. But I, like, I don't like to post when I'm wearing hoochie stuff. Um, But I do like to wear hoochie stuff. So (laughs) sometimes if it's like a night where I'm going to be like, I'm going to wear whatever I want tonight. Like, I'll go out and I won't post or anything and I'll just be looking like I belong to the streets and it's a vibe. So I did that. I'll explain to you, but yeah, I bought a really cute Calvin Klein dress at the outlets and, um, yeah, just, just the, the ride back was, was great. I slept a lot of the ride back. Um, and Esteban and my dad drove for most of it. So we got back Friday night and you know me, the party's going to keep going. So I hit up my girls and, um, one of my BFFs, Jasmine was like, yeah, let's go out to Dirty Bird and Hayward because that's what I do when I go back to the Bay. I ain't hitting SF for Temple. I ain't hitting no clubs or no fancy bougie bars. I'm going straight to my roots where I was born, Hayward, and I'm hitting up the Dirty Bird, (laughs) which was just overcrowded. And I mean, like, I have to say, going back home definitely, like, boosts my ego a little bit because every time I'm, like, out and about, people do recognize me at home. Like, like people are like, oh, you're from the radio. Oh, my God, I, I met you here. Oh, my gosh, I met you there. Like, what's up, Crystal? Oh, hey, Crystal. Like, people were fangirling. And it's, like, so fun. <laughs> Honestly, it's so cool because, like, I, I sometimes, like, forget, like, that my job is so cool and what I do is so cool and, like, the impact I think that I've kind of made in the Bay. Like, it makes me so proud of the work that I've done and the work that I am still doing. And I really want to keep making the Bay proud. So it was so dope seeing everyone that came up to me and was trying to buy me drinks because I wasn't drinking because... Because I know when I drink, I'd be feeling really bad the next day like I feel today. So I just wanted to be on on 10 toes so I wasn't really drinking, but it was just so fun to be out in the dirty streets of Hayward and hanging out with the homies and seeing a whole bunch of listeners, and it was just a vibe. So drove home after that, and um, this is why you don't drink and drive, you guys. Like like I said, I didn't drink, but I know people sometimes do drink and drive, and it is just, you never know. It is, like, never okay to do that. I was, like, driving home, and I was, like, on, um, like, one of the busier streets in San Leandro, And there was a cop that was driving the opposite way of me. And as I was driving, they made a U-turn and started following me. And I was like, ooh, first of all, I'm not drunk. I didn't even drink, so I'm good. Second of all, my parents drive my car, and so they always have, like, my taillights perfect. Like, they always make sure that everything is good with my car. So I knew that there was going to be nothing crazy. Um, So I... I didn't, I wasn't freaking out or nothing, but I, um, 
sorry, someone, what I'm, Hoboken Bay is texting me and he's getting me angry and I'll explain about why in a second. But yeah, no, thank goodness I didn't drink or anything. He didn't end up pulling me over because I didn't do anything bad. I wasn't making anything, you know, any, like I wasn't driving weird or nothing. But if I was, it could have been over, it could have been done. You know, that's my that's my mom's car now. That would have been impounded. Like, it would have been a hot mess. So, please, y'all, be responsible and do not drink and drive. Now, the next day was Saturday, and I was, oh, I had to go to work. I had to go into work on Saturday to do my weekend shifts, which was great because I got to go to the studio, and I missed my studio, and um, it was just, it was fun being at Wild. Like, I felt so comfortable there. Like, it was home, and... I really missed it. Like, wow, I'm getting emotional. I really missed driving in. And that's where I started. Like, going back after knowing that I work at the number one radio station in the country now. Like, was just like, wow, this is where it all started. Like, this is this is beautiful. So, I was able to get a little work done. And then after that, I hit up Amanapa's house. I went to go see my abuelitos. And the baby was there, too, Alex. Some of my tios were there. My tío Hector, my tía Isla from San Jose. And we just got to hang out and chat and eat really good food. And then after that, I went to Esteban's mom's house because it was her birthday. So uh, I helped set up a little bit for that. And then she was having a party. And then my, my other cousins were coming to my house to have a little, like, cook sesh. So we went to my house and my, my homie Jeremy came through. My cousin Jessica, you guys know her, the one that survived leukemia. Jessica came through. My primo Hector came. My my sister Isabella came through. My friend Zach came. So everyone was just like there to hang out and vibe at my house and they were there until like 2 in the morning and I was hella tired. I, I fell asleep while they were there. Um, and then I woke up on Sunday because that was my homies celebration of life and that was at marina the san Leandro marina so really early we started things like at around eight o'clock shaney flew in so everyone picked up shane and came back to my house where we were cooking breakfast we had breakfast at my house and then at 10 o'clock we all jetted to the marina and there was a whole bike crew i don't know if i told you guys but tony's my my friend who passed away his dad is in a motorcycle club and he was too. And so like 300 motorcycles came through and they did a procession for him, for his truck that he had. And then we had food and we didn't, nobody brought drinks. And as soon as we got there, we we're all like, we need alcohol. Like we need tequila now. So the older sisters, like our class, because Tony and I and our whole class were together since kindergarten. So we all knew each other since we were five years old, four and five years old. So... We, um, kindergarten all the way to high school, like the same 30 of us. So we all pulled up and noticed that there was no alcohol. So the, our older siblings, like the older, the older siblings of our class were like, we're going to go to BevMo and get alcohol for everyone. So they brought bottles of tequila and bottles of vodka and all the chasers and everything, which was so nice of them to do. And then our girl Maggie, she's like a paralegal now. She's making hella money. So she was like, I'll pay for everything. Like, she's just a queen. She's like, she was like, how much? I was like, everyone Venmo, uh, Venmo, blah, blah, blah for the drink. And then Maggie was like, how much was it? And I was like, I think 200 bucks. And she's like, no, I got it. I'll pay for it. We're like, yes, Maggie. Come through. Like, yes, queen. Because y'all know I had to pay like $600 for my flights from New York to the Bay. So I, I I can't be spending money like that, that, that. So shout out to Maggie for, for sponsoring all the drinks. Um, and it was a really great... It was like an awful situation to get together, but it was really great seeing everyone because like 25 of us came through. 
a lot of parents also that have seen us grow up, they basically, all the parents were all of our parents too. They all came as well. Um, the whole motorcycle club was there. All of, obviously his family was there and we were all just sharing stories of him and how great he was and we put together a scrapbook for the family so we all like wrote letters to tony and we all put our favorite photos in there and presented it to the family and obviously i was the one that like was on the mic and like sharing like hi we're giving this to tony and because that was always me like in the class like whenever someone would speak up or like do speeches like, it was always me like i was the one that would always i was kind of like the leader of our class kind of and then isabella was like the organizer of everything for the most part and then and everyone like would always pitch in and do everything together but that's kind of how it was for us and then after that that ended at three uh we all went back to my house so all the kids, like all of us, we all and the parents all went back to my house because Jeremy, I've talked about Jeremy before. He's the one who's a chef, the Yoon cooks. He was going to throw down on the grill for all of us. Now, the thing is, more people came through than what was confirmed. And then, like, I ended up inviting all the parents, too. So he only cooked, he only really brought food for, like, 20 people. And there was, like, 40 of us. So he was freaking out. But the parents were so cool. They went and got slice house pizzas for us so we were all fine like he was stressing because as a chef like that's what you do not want is like for there not to be enough food but our parents they're never gonna let us slip like they went and picked up pizzas for us it was all good we even had pizza left over from the night before so we we're totally fine and we were just going in we were just i knew i was gonna go hard sunday like i knew that sunday i was gonna go hard that's why like saturday i didn't drink friday i didn't drink saturday i knew i was just gonna get belligerent and i knew that i had to make my it was like my 10 p.m flight yeah, that same day I had to fly back home to New York because I had work Monday. So Sunday night, here we are just taking shots and shots and drinking and just vibing and just laughing and sharing stories. And like, I, I'm i almost like, I'm getting so emotional right now because these are kids obviously that I've grew up with since I was six. We've had so many fun stories together and a lot of us haven't seen each other forever. So just catching up like old times and just roasting each other and just like getting drunk and just like remembering Tony and just... I mean, we haven't had a reunion. Like, our 10-year high school reunion is coming up. So it's been, dang, 18, 19 years that we've known each other. Yeah, we've known each other for over 20 years. We've known each other for 22 years, which is crazy. So catching up, and we laughed, we cried, we twerked, we... We're just roasting. It was so great seeing everyone. And we really are a family. Like, these are like my siblings. And it was really great seeing everyone. And then, like, the funny thing is some people haven't seen each other in a while. So now, like, new, like, crushes are developing. So we saw people flirting with each other that we never thought we would ever see. And it was just, like, hilarious. Like, it was it was too much. So everyone had to leave my house because I had a flight to catch. But they all ended up going up to a bar. Uh, Cunha's. They all headed, headed to Cunha's uh, as I went to catch my flight. So that was... My weekend at Disneyland and then my week end with my friends. And yeah, that was that was amazing. Um, now, I just got back from Chicago today. I had to be there. My mom was like, Chris, Miha, you have to go. Like, I'll pay for your flights if you can make it. Now, the sucky thing is that I had to be here at work today on a Sunday at 11 a.m. And I tried to get it off, but they were like, no, there's already two other people that asked for it before you. So sorry, Crystal, you can't. And I barely booked my flight. Like I didn't know about, we didn't know this was happening until like last week. So it was last minute. So I was like, mom, the flights are hell expensive. Don't pay. It's okay. I can miss it. And she's like, no, like you are going, you are going to go. 
so she booked she booked my flights for me right after work on Friday. I skedaddled to Newark Airport in New Jersey, which is wholeheartedly the most disgusting, trashest airport I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I know there's a lot of listeners in Jersey, and I'm not from the East Coast, so it is what it is. But now I kind of understand why people from New York, like, kind of, like, don't like Jersey or, like, just think that they're better than Jersey because, like, there was already problems with me just getting on the train to Jersey, okay? Like, first of all, the app for the train, like, wasn't worth it. It is the most inefficient app I've ever had to deal with my whole life. It kept making me reset the password, like, 10,000 times, um... The train, the Jersey train system is just like not as efficient as the ones in New York. Like the the app itself just wasn't as efficient. The train conductor guy that goes and checks the tickets were was so rude. Like the one here when I was on the New York train to get to JFK Airport was like super nice and like trying to help me and like figure it out because like I didn't know about it. The one in Jersey was like yelling at me for not having service on the train to open the app when the guy that was leading me to the train was like, just get the app on the train. You'll be fine. I was like, okay. And then I get on the train and the conductor's like literally yelling at me in front of everybody. And like, he's like, if you want to buy tickets, give me $5 more. And I was like, okay, well I have my credit card. He's like, no, no, no we don't have that. It's just cash. And I'm like, y'all don't have the credit card thing. Like it is 2021. Why don't you have a freaking square for people to buy tickets on the train? This makes no sense. Like they're just not efficient. Like I was very angry at New Jersey for this. It was just not okay. So that was like the train experience was awful. I mean, I met great people on the train, but the conductor was terrible and like it just wasn't it. So that was part one of my Jersey experience. And then I get to the actual airport. This was buffoonery. Okay. So when you get to the airport, if you fly a lot, you definitely want to invest in TSA pre-check. But now there's a whole bunch of other things. You have like that clear thing where I don't know, they scan your eyes and a whole bunch of different ways to try to cut lines at the TSA so that you're not waiting forever, right? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I get to the place where the TSA pre-check is, and there's only, like, two people there, and there's only, like, two people on the other line. So this is where you're verifying to the person that you on have your ID and that you are the person on your boarding pass, right? So I get through that. So I'm like, cool. I'm going to have, like, no waits. I'm going to have no wait at the airport. This is awesome. No. There is, like, a second line, right? You're in line now to get your x-ray and stuff, like, where they check you at, at TSA. Um, there was one person, one person, one TSA thing open, and there was, like, over 100 people. Now, thank gosh that I was early to my flight. But even if you have TSA pre-check, it doesn't matter. That that does not that is so ridiculous. Like why why is it like this? Why was there only one person for like a hundred people? What is going on, Newark Airport? So I'm 
I'm not like too mad because like I said, I got time. Like as long as I'm not late to my flight and I'm not rushing, I'm chilling. So I'm not really angry that I have to wait in the line. I'm more angry at the inefficiency. Like why is there like seven x-ray machines and there's only one person working it here? And there's like a hundred people. Like, it made absolutely no sense to me. And there's some girls behind me that were like, our flight is boarding now. And I was like, girls, you better run to the front and just cut and tell them, ask them if you can cut. Usually they'll let you. That does usually happen. Like if you're really late for your flight or barely about to make it, just don't stand in that line, you guys. Like just go all the way to the front and be like, my flight is boarding now. Can I please cut? And they nine out of 10 times will say yes. I've done that like two times and they've always said yes. And if you really, really want to like just kind of like be a bad person, then you could lie and say that your flight is boarding and it's not and you're probably going to cut. But because I like had time to spare, I had like a whole hour. I was like, I ain't tripping. Like, I really don't mind. But those girls needed to hop on their flight, and I really pray that they made it. It sucks missing a flight. So then um, I get through the x-ray again with just one person, and the lady is yelling at the top of her lungs, yelling at us, take everything out of your pockets, no shoes, laptops out, laptops out, like screaming at us, like scolding us, like not, like being so rude. I'm like, why? what like why is she yelling at us like this what and then where are your other co-workers like why are you by yourself like i would be frustrated too but it's like don't take it out on us so the the x-ray tsa lady is literally screaming at me at the top of my lungs i have the tsa pre-check pass and i'm like do i still want to take my laptop out and she's like yes just because you have tsa pre-check doesn't mean like she's yelling at me i'm I'm like, ma'am, I asked you a simple question. Like, I asked you a simple question. I mean, I didn't actually tell her this because you don't want to be on the bad side of people at the airport because they can tell you, they can make up rules on you and and then there you are, you know, getting apprehended, getting extra searched. So I was just like, okay. Usually if you have TSA pre-check, you don't have to take your shoes off and you don't have to take your laptop out of your backpack. That is usually how it is. So I don't know why this rule is like this now, ma'am, but don't make, don't try to make me look stupid in front of everybody because... You guys decide to have this rule all of a sudden. So I get through TSA. And like I said, like I'm I'm kind of relaxed because I'm still on time for my flight. So I decided to go get a sandwich. I'm like, you know what? This has been an awful train ride. This has been an awful airport experience. Like food, you better not fail me. Okay. I will pay $30 for a crab lobster sandwich, which I did because I was just like, I don't care. I want to eat some. I'm hungry. I haven't ate all day. And I love, y'all know, I love my mariscos. I love crab sandwiches. I love lobster. So we add it. So I had a sandwich. Um, and I'm not going to lie. That sandwich was good. The sandwich was good. And the waffle fries were great. Obviously overpriced because it's an airport. But hey, it is what it is. Like I wasn't, I was not mad. I was not mad at my food. However, your girl had to go use the bathroom. So I go make my way to the ladies room, go to the first stall. I don't even want to describe to you what I saw in that stall. Like nobody's eyes should ever have had to see what I witnessed in that first stall. Before, Like I quickly like vomit in my mouth and walk to the next stall. Same damn thing. Like three stalls in a row were overfunded, blacked up and just the most disgusting things you could imagine in toilets I saw in three consecutive ones. And on top of that, there were people in there still try there were workers in there. There were workers in there. So like part of me wanted to be like, 
ma'am, what are you doing? Do you not see that three of these stalls in a row are completely over full? Like, what is happening here? But also, part of me was like, I wouldn't want to clean that up either. If I was working here, I would not want to go clean that. So, go off, sis. Um... I did something that I don't like to do. I had to use the handicap stall because that was the only open, clean bathroom. And I hate doing that because, God forbid, like, someone that is handicapped and needs the handicap stall is, like, comes in. I had no other choice. And I, I honestly used to not care. I used to use handicap stalls. I used to use... Um, handicapped parking spots when I shouldn't be and then I became friends with someone who is handicapped and is wheelchair bound and I see like the struggles that they go through and it really like put into perspective for me like how unfair it is of me to like think that I have I I can just like do whatever I want in the world and like have this privilege whatever I think to just like go into stalls and, and use parking spots that are for the disabled so um I usually don't do that. I try to to avoid those stalls as much as I can. But this time, I'm sorry. Like, please, God forbid. Please, God forgive me. Like, I had to use that stall. So I I just couldn't believe it. Like, it was so bad. I want to take a picture and send it to Esteban. But I also thought that he might have sued me for sending him those pictures of what I saw on those toilets. So that was absolutely disgusting and not okay. Um, However, I obviously make it onto my, what was it? American. Oh, I make it onto my American flight because my mom had booked flights for her, my dad, and Esteban on Spirit, and they all got canceled. They all got canceled. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is Boycott Spirit Airlines. Um, they, y'all have seen what they've been doing to people. They have been leaving people stranded for days at the airport. They aren't rebooking people. They aren't giving people hotels. They're offering a $50 voucher. They're canceling flights wh- while you're at the airport. They're saying it's delayed, 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 and then after three hours of waiting delay with delays, they just canceled the flight. They're just out here wasting people's time and taking people's money, and they need to get got. Like, seriously, someone needs to file a class action, action lawsuit against Spirit. I ain't going to do it. I ain't got the time for that, but can someone please do that? Let me know. So that's what happened there. Um, Hold on. I'm over because I'm, like, working right now, so I just want to make sure. Okay, cool. So that's what's happening there. Um, my flight was fine. It was, what was it? Oh, it was a night flight. So I was just editing my Disneyland vlog the whole time. And then I touched down to Chicago around 10 p.m. Yeah, 10 p.m. My tío, my tío picked me up and we went to his house. So that was great. But you know how me and Esteban are? Because my dad, my mom, and Esteban were all there. You know how... Um, Esteban and I are like even if we have our own rooms like I'm we're gonna end up cuddling together anyway so Esteban and I sleep together the uh on Friday night and then we wake up and we head to this rancho which is like an hour away because that's where the party was gonna be and oh my god it was a cowboy theme there was like cowboy boots everywhere they had a mariachi they had good good food like from the morning they had some like bomb chicharrones and then for lunch we had like Chile Verde and like arroz y frijoles and everything. And then that's when we started taking shots. And then the banda came and the banda walked us to the lake. Like on the ranch, there is a lake too. So we walked to the lake. We have the whole banda party there. Um, we cut the pastel and we take pictures. And then they also have like a quad. They have, it's called a side, a side by side, I think. They're big in like the country places. 
And it's like Indiana Jones. It's literally like Indiana Jones. So we're like off-roading on their like quad. And like I'm taking like kids on. I'm like driving in my dress. It's so freaking fun. I take a seven for a ride. My parents go for a ride. Um, there's a churro man. So we're eating churros. Uh, at, the, at nighttime, they like start doing a barbecue. So we have burgers and hot dogs. And then we're just pounding shots of ricea. They have a projector there. So we start doing karaoke. So I'm singing all my Juanga. My my prima, she's singing all of her corridos. Like, it is so freaking fun. We're there until, like, a little after midnight because we got there at, like, 10 in the morning. A little after midnight. And then we drive back home. And then um, this morning I caught my 6 a.m. flight. So I got to the airport around 5, yeah, around 5 in the morning. I don't know. Yeah, I got to the airport at 5 in the morning, took my flight, was sitting next to a rabbi, which is pretty cool. I've, like, never been that close to a rabbi before. Um, you know, in the Bay, we don't have that many Jewish people. Like, at my school, at, when I went to high school at O'Dowd, there was, like, some Jewish kids. Not many, though. I th- well, my best friend is Jewish, but she's, like, not, like, a practicing. Like, she doesn't go to a temple. But she did have a bat mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. Um, there's like a handful of Jewish people at Odao, but not too many and not too many that like, I mean, she knows how to read. Like she was like, when you're Jewish and you have your bat mitzvah, you have to learn how to read in, what's the word? Hebrew? In Hebrew? <laughs> I was going to say Judaism. Um, but I don't think she speaks it. I think she just remembers some like hymns, if, if that's what it is. But yeah, so I sat next to a rabbi and he was kind of serious. Like he wasn't trying to chat. Like he was... I don't know if like, that's how like a lot of rabbis are, but yeah, he was he was nice. Like I asked for him for his name, and he kind of felt weird that I asked him for his name. And then I was like, oh, okay. But there has been a lot of like Jewish hate recently, so I think maybe that can add to it. Like maybe like some Jewish people feel kind of scared because I know in New York too, like people who are Jewish just they get beat up for no reason. Like they like assault happens to all people of color, and so maybe it has something to do to do with it. I don't know, but I just said like, hi, what's your name? And then he kind of like didn't want like didn't really want to tell me and so I was like oh, okay never mind I'm just gonna fall asleep so I fell asleep the whole plane ride um luckily and then woke up and tried to take the bus to the train out of LaGuardia but the bus was taking forever I had to make my 11 a.m shift today I luckily made it with like 15 minutes to spare so I hit Dunkin Donuts got a little croissant sandwich and yeah <laughs> oh my god I feel like I've been talking for like 40 minutes, which I have. Now, what's going on with boys? Um, I have my Hoboken Bay, and we've only hung out like two times. He's really been bothering me lately because I have no problem like not seeing him often. Like I think that's totally fine. I'm really busy, so I don't really have time to see him a lot. But what bothers me is like his lack of communication. And also, when I got to the Bay, I posted an Instagram story that was like doing my hair on the plane, like because I'm going to go on a date and I wasn't going to go on a date. Like I didn't even see my ex stepping stone when I went to like home. I didn't even see him. Like I literally do not care. I just did that for funsies, like just for fun. And so I guess Hoboken Bay saw that and thought it was real. And he was like mad at me for it. And I didn't even know. And so him and I, oh, so my coworkers, like friend runs the resort at the new Legoland that they opened up here in New York. So she was like, hey, whenever you want to go to, re- to to the Legoland Resort, like, let me know. So I have a free weekend coming up. And so I was going to hit up Hoboken Bay. And I was like, so I did. I texted. I'm like, hey, um, are you free this weekend so we can go to Legoland? And, like, he wasn't responding to me. And so I, like, literally didn't care. I was just like, oh, okay, I'll find. Oh, that's- I texted him. I was like, hey, let me know if you're free that weekend, it, like, so that I can 
find someone else to take because I want to go that weekend. And he was like getting all butthurt. And he was like, uh, yeah, I don't know. And I was like, uh, okay, I ain't got time for that. So I was like figuring out another friend that I can take with me. And then he starts FaceTiming me. He starts FaceTiming me like over and over and over again. I'm like with my friends in the Bay. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? Like, are you okay? And he's like, what's going on with you? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I'm just giving you the same energy that you're giving me. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you're over here posting that you're going on dates and stuff. I was like, why didn't you ask me about that? That was literally just for the gram. Like, I did not go on a date. And you know this. Like, you know how I am on there. Like, you know how I act like the single girl on Instagram. Well, technically I am. I was like, I haven't, I did not go on a date. My my cousin Esteban picked me up and my dad I'm not even going to see my ex when I'm here. Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, well, I thought that you went on a date. And, like, I assumed that, like, you were going to see your ex and stuff. I was like, well, then why don't you ask me? Like, him and I are having big communication issues. Like, we're having big communication issues. Like, I'm like, why don't you ask me? Like, I wasn't yelling at him. It wasn't a fight. Like, I can have civil adult conversations i'm just like you need to ask me about things like you're over here getting mad at me and assuming and having your own one-way argument when i am innocent for once like weirdly enough like i'm not seeing anyone i'm not talking to anyone but you don't communicate with me when you have these feelings and if you're just going to give me the silent treatment it doesn't help so if there's anything that ever bothers you you need to be an adult about it you need to talk to me about it which is so annoying that i have to say that but Again, he is a little younger than me. I think he's like two years younger than me. So that could be it. He's just like mad immature sometimes. And that just frustrates me. So he was like, I just hella miss you. And I want to see you. Like, I want to pick you up this weekend. Like, can I see you this weekend? I'm like, well, I'm going to be in Chicago. So I can see you Sunday. So I told him I can see you Sunday. We can hang out. And my mom's not in town. So that's going to be fine. Like, I can I can spend time with you. So that was what I had thought that after I got off the plane today that we were going to hang out. But he never responded to me. And that really is frustrating to me because it's like, I love my weekends. I cherish them. I try to pack as much as I can in there because during the work week, it's just work, 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 work. So he didn't tell me what was up. So I didn't make plans for today. And he never got back to me. So his lack of communication is really, really, really frustrating me. So I told him. Like, we're kind of, like, funking right now because I just texted him. That's that's why earlier I was like, oh, Hoboken Bay is texting me because we're kind of, like, having issues. I'm just like, what did, I, what did I say? I said, I have to be honest. Your lack of communication really bothers me. It makes me feel like my time isn't a value to you. And he's like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to waste your time. I was like, okay, well, then what's the issue? And he says, there's no issue. I'm just really sorry. I was like, no, I'm trying to understand why you act like this. He's saying that... He does care, but he feels like I'm always busy and I don't really know. Like, I just kind of give you your space. I was like, well, what bothers me is that I ask you questions or we make plans and then a tentative plans and then you don't respond. So then I'm over here like waiting around for nothing. So, um, he needs to grow up and. It's just frustrating. I don't know why I'm having these issues at 27. Like, this is annoying to me. I think I think he gets frustrated because we I can't hang out with him all the time. But he'd be busy, too. I'm busy. He knows this. But he sucks at communicating. Like, it, that's not fair. So I'm having issues with him on that sense. 
Like, he was supposed to take me to dinner. He was supposed to take me, he was supposed to pick me up from work so I didn't have to take all my stuff on the train. But he's over here assuming things. Oh, I assumed that you had plans. Like, well, then why didn't you ask me? That's what I'm having an issue with. I'm not going to, like, have make this an argument. Like, I'm not going to, like, yell or, like, scream and stuff. But, like, I do need him to understand my feelings and understand why I get frustrated. And this is why I don't trip off him. This is literally why I... <laughs> I met some neighbors, you guys. I met some new neighbors. <laughs> I met new neighbors. I didn't have... I didn't talk to you guys about this yet because... I haven't talked to him in forever, but I met some neighbors in my building, and honestly, one of them is kind of fine, and he wants to hang out. He actually offered to take me to get drinks the other night, but I was busy, or I think I was at town. Yeah, I was at Disneyland, and I was like, I'm at Disneyland, but like, I definitely want to hang out, and then he hit me up yesterday and was like, hey, like, are you free tonight? Want to hang out? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm out of town again, but I get in. Um, I was like, but I hope you had a great week, and then since Hoboken Bay ain't hanging out with me today i hit up neighbor neighbor boo uh i mean he's not really boo but we'll just we'll call him we'll call him blondie because he's blonde he's jewish he's blonde he has blue eyes he's like really cute um and you know like sometimes our our jew boos be having that those big bucks you know what i'm saying is that a terrible stereotype that like a lot of jews are rich <laughs> is that is that like a bad stereotype is that like rude is that like racist I hope not. But it, I like it is like a thing. Like I hear a lot of people say that. But yeah, I know this dude got money. So I'm excited to hang out with him today. And yeah, he said this is what he said. OK, I said, hey, I get off of work at three today. Let me know if you want to link. I think I want to hit the pool or tan if it's not raining. And he said, what's good? Yeah, that sounds good. I've got some reading to do for work this afternoon, but doing it outside and catching sun sounds like a move. Hopefully these clouds clear up. We'll also probably get a workout in if you're into that. LOL. Uh, no, I'm not going to work out today. <laughs> um, I'm not working out today. I am coming off of a 20 hour bender, but I just said, yes, any of all the above, I'll hit you when I get back. So that's what happens when you don't act right. And when you don't communicate, we got have people on the roster. We have people on the bench that are ready to tap in. So I'm going to tap in today with neighbor Blondie and see what the vibe is with him. Cause Honestly, like when we hung out the first time, it was with him and his friend that also lives in the building. So all of us neighbors and he was really lit, like he was big lit. So he wasn't even talking, but um, we'll see how he is sober today. So I'm excited for that. I need to go home and shower and brush my teeth because I am a stinky hot mess. And yeah, that's what's going on with my like dating life. So interesting. Yeah, still getting ghosted from float king which is totally fine and i was talking to my coworker josh martinez he does nights here on z100 about it and he was like crystal you know what you should do next time you see float king you should just reintroduce yourself to him just be like hi i'm crystal like act as if you don't even know this guy i was like that's such a good idea for halloween when we're going to be on the float because we have a halloween parade and z100 has a float for it he okay one he's gonna be either like um like a coward and he's not even gonna come to our float or two he um he will come to the flow, and that's when I'm going to be like, hi, I'm Crystal. Like, what's your name? <laughs> so good. So good. I love Josh. Josh, he is like petty king. So, like, whenever, like, I want to, like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't try to be petty too often, but I ain't going to let someone play me like that. Like, I ain't, like, this dude is really ghosting me. Like, how dare you ghost me? Like, 
So I'm going to do that. That's just going to be brilliant. So that's what's going on with, like, my boy. Oh, yeah, and then um, Stepping Stone, like, I haven't seen him. I didn't see him in the Bay. Like, he wasn't really making an effort. Like, he's he's going through things, so I just I don't have time for him. So I really did want to see my cat Frappuccino. Oh, my God, I just broke the microphone at my job. Holy gosh. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. What did I just do? What did I just do? I literally just broke the microphone. Um, give me a second. Oh gosh. Okay. Thank goodness for my coworker, Shelly. You hear her at nights here on Z100. She came real quickly to fix it for me because these stupid long nails, I can't do anything. Well, you know, I love them. They're not stupid, but sometimes they do not come in clutch when you're trying to live your life. So, um, that's what's happening with my love life. Okay. And there is a lot going on in my like personal life. Um, super, super crazy. Like, there's like crazy stuff happening in my family, which is really disheartening. And I can't give details because I have to give the parties at hand privacy. It, it has nothing to do with me, but these are like a very adult situations where like I'm learning stuff about my family and I'm kind of in the middle of like, I'm kind of like in between of like one side and another side. And I've kind of been like the carrier pigeon and I recently found things out about one side that is like super heartbreaking, but, and I have to tell the other side, like I have to, because if it was me, I wouldn't want to know. And also, but also like me telling the other person is going to like ignite this, just burn the house down essentially. Um, so I've just, my brain, like, I know on social media, like I, I try to be funny and positive and, and just like authentic and stuff. And especially when I post on IG, like my posts are like me looking cute and me, oh my God, at Lady Gaga, like, you know, these fun things. Um, but real life is just so much more intense. And luckily we have this podcast together. We have Crystal's Cave together to talk about it. Um, yeah, things are not good with like family life right now. And I... Don't really know what is going to, like, what the future holds because things are just not good. Like, there are a lot of people that are hurt right now in my family, which, like, rightfully so. They should totally be hurt. Like, they should totally, their feelings are valid. They should totally be hurt. No. Their feelings are very valid. Um, And I, I'm in the middle of it. Like, it, these things don't have anything to do with me, but I am in the middle of it because like, I want to like make sure that this person happy because I love this person so much and I love this person so much and I want to make sure they're happy, but they're hurting the other person and I am like in the middle and like, I'm like finding out things that's going to hurt one person even more and I know I have to tell them and me, because I can't fix this. Like I, like I'm not a trained professional. Like I cannot fix this. Like this is like definitely some counseling situations, but, um, it's just like some crazy, serious, sad stuff going on and it really sucks, but I am trying to stay as positive as I can. And I'm trying, like I'm reaching, I talked to like my cousin, they, she's literally an angel on earth because I was so distraught in Chicago when I flew in because I didn't know what the heck I was going to do. And I was like about to have a breakdown. I was like, no, I need to talk to someone. Like I need to talk. Cause Esteban, like he knows everything that's happening, but he does also doesn't know what to do. So he's like, I don't know. And I don't, I don't know what to do. Like he's, he's 20. 
So, and this is a really sticky situation. So I called my cousin, my primate, and she just gave me such great advice. And like, I'm so thankful for her. Like she is literally an angel sent to me from the gods because she's a very like, She's super intuitive with feelings. She can see things in a very subjective way. And she knows me very, very well. So she gave me like the best advice. And I'm just so happy for her because I was really confused and lost. And like on the urge of just like, I mean, I don't want to say ending it all because I wasn't going to end it all. But like I was having really, really dark thoughts being in this situation. So um, she really got me out of it. And she really gave me great ideas on how to be of help and like a strategic way for me to like not fix the situation, but try to problem solve, try to problem solve kind of, and see what the most efficient way is to go about this whole situation. And I know that I'm being very vague and that really sucks to, for you as a listener to hear, but I can't share. I cannot share what's happening. And you guys know I share like 99% of my life, but there is some things I just can't. And this is like so deep that I cannot. And ultimately, like, I think what I, why I'm sharing this at all is because there are times in all of our lives that we are caught in the middle of things and know something about something and we're afraid to tell a person because you know how much they're going to be hurt by it and you know it can cause like a ripple effect and a domino effect, especially if there's already so much issues going on between people. Um, But I think that like everyone's feelings are valid if you love someone, you should, first of all, they need to understand their worth and you need to make sure that they're getting from people what they deserve, like appreciation and love and affection and everything. Right. And when like, that's not happening, like you need to let them know, like you need to let them know. And Things like this can can be helped with like counseling and stuff that I don't have the degree for. So, um, yeah, it's it's really sucky. Like it's really sucky. Like I felt like my world was kind of like crashing and like ending and like burning. Like that's really how it felt. Like this past week, like I felt like my world was crashing down and gonna end because I have been having so much fun and and like that's the the crazy thing is that like my life is great. Like my life is great. Like my dating, the issues that are ha- having with dating aren't even really issues. Like these are good problems that I'm having, but what's really affecting me is like family and that these are like some real serious issues. And, um, yeah, I am just trying to like navigate it and not have it consume me because I'm so busy with work and like my own life. Like it's hard for it to not consume me, but it's like really important at the same time. And it really just puts life into perspective. Like, it makes me so much appreciate things that I love so much. Like it makes me appreciate my parents. It makes me appreciate my brother and my cousin and like everybody, my grandparents, it, like this situation really makes me appreciate the love that I have for my family and the love that we all have all have for each other. But like, it is just really messy right now. And, um, I just. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.